Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, uh, this subject is a little touchy for me for several reasons. And um, it's regarding sex with a narcissist. And if you've listened to uh, any of my podcasts where I kind of briefly touch on it, um, I briefly touch on it for several reasons because, like I said, it's still a very much sensitive topic for me. And um, to be honest with you, I don't even know if I'm I'm recording this podcast, but I don't even know if I'm going to post it. So if you hear this, just know it was really tough for me to uh, talk about it. But, you know, obviously, like I said, I'm on this journey and um, in in the healing journey, you have to understand that transparency is a part of it. And sometimes you have to talk about it because if you struggle with it as a survivor, I'm quite sure there are other people who are struggling with it and may need to hear your message and um, because they probably too have overlooked it and didn't see it that way. So um, narcissists use sex. They weaponize sex and they use sex as a tool and and as a way to manipulate you and to keep you stuck in the, uh, in the situation because it's not a relationship. It's a situation. So a lot of the times the narcissist will discard you. They'll be off doing whatever they're doing with whomever. And you see like you'll have, they'll create a fight or start an argument or do something to piss you off. And they get angry and they leave. Then they come back acting, acting like they're sorry, acting like they're apologetic, acting like, you know, they didn't mean what they said or they didn't, after they hurt you, uh, verbally assaulted you literally. Um, they didn't mean what they said. They got angry. They was upset. Um, they were having a bad day, whatever excuse they gave you. Then they come back and they want to love bomb you. Right. So, oh, let's just relax and chill, you know, whether they, you know, it's to drink or to smoke. Narcissists like to, you know, get you. They try to um, get you to, um, you know, break down your guard, you know, because you you have a defense when it comes to them because you never know who you're going to get at any given moment. So they try to, you know, lower your defenses. So, you know, oh, let's smoke or let's drink or whatever the vice is. Or, you know, they want to, that's when they want to love bomb you. So they want to try to romance you back into the situation. And they would do that through sex. And this is why that makeup to break up sex is very toxic. And so, um, when I was dealing with the narcissist, you know, of course there were patterns of this and you don't, you know, you don't really, because when you're unaware, you just don't know, you just don't know, you know, you know, if you don't know, you don't know it is what it is. I'm guilty of it. And um, the sad truth is you're not really having sex with the person. You are having sex with their Jezebel spirit, the, the, the lustful spirit, the, 
the the succubus incubus type of spirit you know and this is how they keep you in that illusion like you know and that's why you feel like oh my god this is the best sex i've ever had it's all by design and it's all by purpose and then when they get mad they withhold the sex from you so it's like you crave the sex you want the sex you want it to get back to that quote-unquote good point or that quote-unquote good place so they try to that's why they use the sex and they manipulate and they weaponize it against you Right. But if you think about it, they have nothing else to offer you. Literally the sex. And so I went through this for periods of time with the narcissist for years. Like I said, I dealt with the narcissist for over 20 years. So I've seen the narcissist on all different types of levels. And I noticed that um, once I pulled the you on you, as they say, I noticed a shift in the narcissist. So once I started to pull back and stop doing certain things that I was doing, um, it was kind of like that push and pull type of thing with the narcissist, right? And the narcissist would get upset when I would withhold sex because that's what they do. Not taking into consideration that I was tired, not taking into consideration that I just wasn't in the mood, not taking into consideration that if I don't want to, I don't have to. You know, like I said, the narcissists are very egotistical and it's all about them and all about what they want and all about their needs. So the minute you tell them no, it's like a narcissistic wound or injury. They feel abandoned. They don't like it. They hate it. And so they will punish you. And so, like I said, that push and pull type of energy. And when it got to the like the end of my quote unquote situationship with the narcissist and I made it clear to the narcissist that I didn't want to put it this way. I told the narcissist several times that I did not want to pursue the relationship. However, we were still quote unquote living in the same house. Or basically, should I say he was refusing to leave? Let's put it that way. Right. Because I was asking the narcissist for two years, literally to leave. But of course, the narcissist could not keep a job. Issues with money. It was always something, always a problem, always this, always that. Okay, so we weren't together technically in a quote unquote relationship situationship. But in his mind, he felt like. You know, well, we've been through this before. We've been back and forth. We, You know how it is when, you know, they don't really think that you're at your breaking point and that you're about to walk away and that you're literally done with the situation. And they think that they could come back in and they'll think they think that they can love bomb you back into the relationship. And they think that they can still have this hold on you through sex. Well, because, you know, they're delusional like that. And. Um, they don't ever think you're going to walk away. They don't ever think that you're going to leave, right? As bad as they treat you, as the horrible, the things that they do to you behind your back, the the crazy things that they say to you, they in their minds, because you've put up with it before and you've dealt with it before and because they've manipulated you so many times, whether you knew it or not, in their delusional minds, they think that, it's okay because you're not really going to walk away. So it got to a point where, like I said, I, I was like, we're not together. You know, 
I'm doing me. I'm, you know, not really interested, but I'm talking to other people, doing whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, it is what it is. And because he was still technically in my house, and, you know, at that time, technically I wasn't really, you know, at that point with anyone else, we were still having sex. Just that. It, there was no connection. There was no, well, technically there never really is a connection. However, now I was at that point where my body was rejecting him. And my body was disgusted. My body was just feeling like, oh, like why? Like why are you even wasting your time? Like what are you doing? Like my body was telling me all of these things, right? But being stubborn and just being in that, uh, whatever, it is what it is type of mentality, not being obedient, um, I was still having sex with him. But it wasn't like a regular thing. It was like, okay, if and when I felt like it or if and when he decided to come or if and when, that kind of thing. And he started to notice because I started to see the shift in him when he noticed that I was acting this way with him. And he would always do weird stuff or say weird things. And he would be like, oh, you don't really want me. You just want me for sex. And I said, well, yeah, you, you, I mean, technically, yeah. You you don't do anything else. This we're not together. We're not in a relationship. You 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 only come here uh, when it's convenient for you, or I guess when you're running from whoever else you're running from. Like I was saying these things to him. Like I was putting it in his face, and I guess it kind of threw him off because he kept looking at me like, "How the hell she know? Or what do she know? Or let me, you know, he's trying to figure me out now because I figured him out." I was calling out his behaviors. I was calling out his patterns. I was literally verbally telling him the bullshit because I saw I saw him and what he was doing for what it was. And like I said, we were not together. So in my mind, I was like, yeah, it is what it is. Well, since you, you feel free to come to my house, I'm going to feel free to sleep with you when I feel like it. So now it's on my terms. And because narcissists use sex to manipulate he felt like I was manipulating him. Do you see how once you start thinking and doing the things that the narcissist do, they don't like it. Because only they want to be able to play that game. You see how that works? So once he started to realize that I was playing his game, he, it made him uncomfortable. It made him angry. It made him feel, you know, it caused a narcissistic injury. And so it got so bad that I was just like, Ugh. but of course, like I said, I was being disobedient. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep with him. And then, and it's like literally after, you know, we finished, it was like, all right, get off of me. Like I, I wanted him off. Like I, I just wanted him to just off of me. Like I didn't want him touching me. I just wanted him off. And he would just give me this look, this stare, like trying to figure me out because I never was that way with him. So it was confusing him. It was confusing the demons rather. And now it's like, oh, shit, is she a narcissist? No, I'm not a narcissist. However, when you are dealing with a narcissist, you will pick up some narcissistic tendencies, whether you realize it or not, you will. And so... You know, things just kept, like I said, it was going downhill fast. And once he started to realize that I was 
treating him and saying and doing the things that because now I'm aware that he was doing it I mean it I mean it confused him like you could see the confusion and just his look the way he was talking to his behavior everything he was confused and then it got so crazy one time we were having sex and you know you having sex your eyes are closed I'm laying, and I just literally feel him peeling, like pulling my eyes open. And he was just like mumbling, and he was like, oh, every time we have sex, you close your eyes. It's like you don't want to see me. It's like you thinking about somebody else. And it just threw the whole sexual thing off. And to be honest, the crazy thing is, he was right. I was thinking about somebody else. I didn't, like I said, there was no connection between him and I. It was it was literally like nothing. So you you know you having sex, you close your eyes, you start thinking about somebody else, or you start fantasizing on somebody else, or you whatever it is, and that just goes to show you the mind of a narcissist. Because when they're having sex, quote unquote, with you, nine times out of ten, they're not really having sex with you. They're probably in their mind having sex with. Whoever they had sex with yesterday, last week, they're playing out some delusional fantasy in their mind or something that they saw on a porn site or some hideous thing that they did with somebody else or they're like laughing in their mind because they knew the sneaky shit that they were doing. So now they're taking revenge on you. They are, when I tell you the mind of a narcissist is so disgusting, it's so despicable. And once you understand who and what you're dealing with, it repulses you. And this is why my body was rejecting him because I was repulsed. I was just like, oh, like why? And so, it, like I said, when he pried my eyes open, I was like, I was like, all right, he's he done lost his mind now. And I was like, yeah, this is going too far. And so it it then I saw, and you know, because narcissists because of the injury. And because their abandonment issues, now you start to see their weaknesses. And they hate that. They hate for anyone to see them weak and vulnerable. Because this is why they try to give that grandiose illusion like they're strong, they're tough, they can handle it. But it's it's the it's the complete opposite. All the insecurities, the rejection, the abandonment, the shame, the fear, the hurt, all of those things kick in and you just literally see them just sitting there looking pitiful. I'm telling you, you can't make this shit up. But the narcissist. Oh, they bounce back quick, and this is why they get mad and they be, they get enraged, and and they try to get angry with you, and that's why you got to be very careful with them. And like I said, you know the narcissist that you're dealing with, and you know how. Well, you don't really know, but you got a good sense of how you think they're going to react. So you have to be careful because some narcissists become violent and some narcissists will hurt you. Now, the narcissist that I was dealing with, he would always say, oh, you know, I, I won't put my hands on a woman, but but I'll put my hands on a man to instill that kind of fear. So he technically wouldn't hit me, per se. Um, thank God he never did. But 
if I was dating a guy or if he would have probably seen me with a guy, he probably would have tried to assault the person that I was with. And this is what narcissists do. They want to instill fear and intimidation so you won't bring anybody else around because it's like, oh, he's crazy. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. Like they do all kind of crazy shit. And so um, for me, like I said, it was going downhill fast. And and once I started to be obedient to not only but my body, but the, to the things that God was telling me, I'm telling you, it was like, I was sitting there and I, like, I remember the last time that we had quote unquote sex, he begged me, he cried. He was like literally crying. Oh, please, please. Oh, please. You know, just, just, I just, I need, you know, that whole, I need you. Oh, just please. And I gave in. And I felt so disgusted afterwards. Like, I just laid there and was like, what the hell? What are you doing? Like, why? What? Like, what the F is wrong with you? And then it's like, I instantly heard God say, Lisa, stop sleeping with him. Like, why, why are you still sleeping with him? Stop sleeping with him. You know you don't want to be with him. This situation is over. Just stop sleeping with him. So I didn't even sleep in my living room. I was sleeping in my kid's room. And again, he was still coming and going, you know, he would leave and disappear for two, three days and go wherever the hell he was going. And he would come back and, you know, he would be mad because I still wasn't sleeping. Like he saw that I was really like standing 10 toes down on everything that I was saying to him. Like, because at this point you have to realize with a narcissist, you can't talk. Narcissists don't listen. Because they don't care what you're saying. They, they, they do not care. You can have several conversations with them. They don't care. So your words mean nothing to them. They only understand consequences and actions. And that is it. So this is why when you are getting to that point with the narcissist, if they haven't physically, because they already emotionally and mentally discarded you. That's why they treat you like shit. But if they haven't physically left, you have to be the one to say enough is enough. I'm done and mean it. You can't go back and forth with them. You see, I made the mistake of I'm done, but I was still sleeping with him. So he felt like because we were still, quote unquote, sleeping together, not sleeping together, but having sex. Let me clarify that. Because we were still having sex together, that there was still an inch that he had, you know, like something that he had over me. But once he realized that he no longer could control me with the sex, I'm telling you, I saw a whole different, I wouldn't even say person. I would say spirit. I mean, angry mad stomping through the house slamming cabinets slamming things down agitated um pissed off um you know like just pacing just in just doing all kinds of crazy stuff and you know if i had to cuz i would ask him like you know like listen you you okay 2 weeks is up are you leaving did you find some place to go he would stonewall me he would give me the silent treatment he would not he wouldn't i mean like it was like to the point where it was like so wait a minute you in my house you don't want to pay no bills you don't want to leave you you're not trying to communicate with me you're not trying to say anything to me but you're still in my house like that's not going to work 
Like, that's not going to work. And so once he started to say that I was really getting firm with him and I was staying away and, you know, and I had, the thing was, I didn't argue with him because my children were there. And I've always been one of those people, I don't like to argue in front of my children because I don't want things to escalate. And even to the point where my kids was just like, Ma, just don't even say anything to him. Just whenever he just let him, whenever he leaves, he leaves, just let him go. Like, just don't even bother. That's how bad it was. I'm telling you, that's how bad it was. And for my kids to witness um, that and to see their father in that very nasty, manipulative, even he would go and say certain little nasty things to the kids about me, um, and they would look at him. And you can't possibly expect your kids, your your daughters, to respect you as a man, as a father, as their father, when they see you verbally and by your actions the way they're, you're treating their mother. Mind you, the mother that does everything for them. Like, you can't make this shit up. So my kids was just like, like, they, they were just done. They were just over it. They wanted him to leave so bad. They just wanted him to go so bad. Anyway, so once he started to see that I was acting this way, oh, I, I'm telling you, I saw the devil. I saw the black eyes. I saw the devil horns. I saw the illumination around him. I just saw, you could feel the tension. You could feel the heat. You could feel the energy. As soon as he walked in the house, you could tell he was being controlled by that lustful spirit, that demonic spirit that was over him. Because he knew at that point he no longer he no longer had any hold or control over me, and it made him angry. And by the grace of God, you know the the trash took itself out. Uh, but you have to pay attention to your body. I went through so many things as a woman. Um, you know, I had fibroids. I had my, 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 um, I eventually had a hysterectomy because my period, my cycles was just so, my body was so out of whack from all the stress, from all the migraines, from all the headaches, from all the, you have to understand the narcissist literally, um, makes your body out of whack. It's, and I kept saying to myself, what the hell? Like, I didn't have all these problems before, and it's just a gradual thing. And you don't realize it, but it's it's true. It is so true. You have to pay attention to your body. Your body is off because you have to understand the narcissist is just not sleeping with you. The narcissist is sleeping with anyone or anything that has a hole. Understand me when I say? The narcissist is sleeping with anything or anyone that has a hole. They don't discriminate. They don't care because they don't view people as people. They view people as tools and instruments and objects to fuel their ego and their need and their supply. That's it. So when I say my body was getting to that point where I was just rejecting him, like my, I, I, and, then, and then here's the a truth, right? Um, after I had my hysterectomy, like, you know, your hormones change, your body changes. 
Um, you go through all of these things and then you grow, you know, like I'm in my forties and yes, you know, you do become a little dry. You do become, but my body wasn't even, like I said, my body was rejecting him. And I thought something was wrong with me. I really got to a point where I said, well, damn, something is wrong. I've never bought what the hell. My body was like, no, I later learned out why. I later learned why, but I don't have that problem now, thank God. But um, your body, pay attention to your body. Your body is trying to tell you something. Your body is letting you know that this person, this entity, this thing is not good. You are, when you have sex with somebody, you are interchanging your souls. And this is why you don't feel that connection with them because your soul and their soul is completely two different souls. And this is why your spirit is off and you don't feel right. Because they're operating from a very dark and empty, lustful space. And that's not who you are. So, I say all of this to say, you have to be mindful who you sleep with. Um, you know, when you're young, you view sex as fun, and it's fun. It's, it's fun. You know, most people have fun. You, you have sex, you enjoy it. Um, and it is what it is, and you don't really put much in thought into it. But as you become older, you understand the importance and the significance of sex. And you understand the level of intimacy with sex. And this is and then you become uh protective and you become mindful and you don't just sleep with anybody or anything. And please use protection. When you do Please use protection because like I said, the narcissist, excuse me, the narcissist will sleep with anything that has a hole, man and woman. Let's just be clear. And you have to be mindful of who you exchange energy with, who you exchange your bodily fluids with, who you allow people into your sacral space, your sacral space, your sacred energy, your sacred place. You have to be careful and mindful. Everybody should not be allowed in that space. And you have to understand, you may be faithful to the narcissist, but that narcissist is never faithful to you. So everybody who they sleep with, man, woman, young, old, prostitute, side chick, randoms, whoever they sleep with, those energies are attached to that narcissist because the narcissist is so low and so low vibrational. So they are easily susceptible to pick up on everybody else's bad energy. And this is why they run around like they're crazy because they don't know who the hell they are because they're attached to so many dark entities. I'm telling you, you can't make this shit up. You have to experience it to really understand it and to believe it. 
And it is not until then that you really see that this type of shit do exist. Because you look at that person and you're like, what the hell? You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to understand and you can't. And you never will. The sad truth is you never will. So. Be mindful. Protect yourself. Go to the doctor regularly. Get checked. Do not allow that narcissist to play with your life. Your body. Your energy. Once you see the narcissist for who and what they are. Believe them. They will not change. They will never change. They won't change for themselves. And they damn for, damn for sure won't change for you. So. With that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.